0: Hello everyone, this is Pastor Lisa McIntosh also known as Lady Zeke coming back at you I know it's been a little while since I've been on but um, there's been a lot going on a lot of great things happening a lot of great expectations and God is good and worthy to be praised I am going to talk to you today about uh, quietness in the midst of chaos Amen, I know that All of us need a little bit of that. So, without further ado, let's uh, go ahead and we're going to pray. And we're going to hear what God has to say according to Habakkuk chapter 3. Heavenly Father, we give you glory, the honor, and all the praise. We thank you, Heavenly Father, that you withhold good and no good thing from them who consistently walk upright. Father, we just bless you on today for this word. The word is nigh thee even in our mouths. I pray, Father God, for those in Somalia and there and far, Lord God, from uh, the East Coast to East Asia and further, Lord God. We pray, Father God, that there would be something that would be said that would penetrate and prick their hearts to change, to grow, to mature, to learn, and most of all, trust in you. So, Father, I just want to say thank you. That you hide me far behind the cross. Hide me behind you, Lord God, and you step up great in me. I give you praise, the honor, and the glory. In Jesus Christ's name I pray. Amen and bless God. Amen. 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 So, today I'm doing a little bit something a little bit differently. I normally have some music that is going on in the background, but oftentimes when the music is going on, sometimes the music can also be a distraction. Even though it's good music, it can be a distraction. So I want to come to you from the book of Habakkuk. And it's going, I'm going to walk you through a, studies of, a study of it, starting with Habakkuk chapter 1. And give you just a few pointers and some things, food for thought, something to carry on. Because as believers, this is a great time of revival. A great time of change, a great time of transformation. So it's time to do just like Jesus said at the man at the pool of Bethesda. He said, The, the angels of the Lord has troubled the water. He asked him, Did you did you want to be made whole? He understood his condition. He understood his confrontation. He understood that his uh that he had been in his condition for a long time. So God is saying now that it's time for you to rise up, rise up big, walk up with your head up, and to go forward. Amen? So we're going to go forward. And we're not going to just go forward. We're going to go forward in triumph. God wants us to triumph. He wants us to not have to stay in our conditions any longer. It's time for the body of Christ to triumph. We triumph over the enemy. We triumph, we go up, we go over the enemy and all of his assailants and his assassins and what he's trying to do to bring disruption to our lives. Amen. So, we're going to read Habakkuk and we're going to start off with Habakkuk. or Hab- Some people say Hab- Habakkuk, some is Habakkuk, whichever way that you want to pronounce it. And then I'm going to give you some um, things that God gave me. And... um we just praise God that He He has the glory. He gets all the glory for everything. So let's look at here, and we know that this is Habakkuk, who was one of the minor prophets, who we see here, where the Israelites had went into uh, captivity of the uh, Bab- of the Babylonians. Oftentimes, Israel would go in captivity. Because a lot of the times that they went into captivity was not so much as for God to teach them a lesson, but oftentimes that they would stray away from the purpose and the will and plan of God. When God would send them leaders, sometimes they would reject the leaders. So when God would send them a way of escape, they sometimes wouldn't take that way. So we see here where Habakka is crying out to the Lord regarding their plight because It's nothing like seeing people oppressed, depressed, suicidal, going through that are supposed to be chosen of God. That are chosen of God. Not supposed to be. But they are chosen of God. These are God's chosen people. And we see where Habakkuk is going on in behalf of their interceding for them. But it says here is he's complaining as well. Okay. So he's more than just and interceding, he's doing more complaining than he is interceding. He's doing more complaining than he is praying. And the reason a lot of times when people do that, they start to murmur and complain, is because when they pray and they don't get an answer right away, they feel oftentimes that God has shut them up, shut them out, and are through with them. And that's not the case. Sometimes God is trying to see. What our response is going to be in this time of quietness. okay, Or in the time of chaos. What is our response going to be to him? What is our response? Are we going to dig in our word? Are we going to continue to pray? Or are we going to give up and give in to the hands of the enemy? So let's see what Habakkuk is saying in his first complaint. And this is Habakkuk 1. Starting at the first verse. He said, O Lord... How long shall I cry, and you will not hear? Or cry unto you violence, and you will not save? Why do you make me see? Underline the word see. This is specific in this. Wickedness. And cause me to see trouble. Plundering and violence are before me. Strife and contention arises. Therefore, the law is powerless, and justice never goes forth. So we see here. <clears throat> excuse me. So we see here what Habakkuk uh, is saying. See, he said, "Why do you make me see, and uh, wickedness, and cause me to see trouble?" So this is one of the biggest things that get Christians in trouble and people of light faith to get in trouble, is one of the things the Bible tells us to walk by faith and not by sight. As believers, born-again Christians filled with the Holy Ghost, we are supposed to walk by faith and not by sight. Because we know that the enemy, what he tries to do, is the enemy is try to let us see everything. We see things on TV, it looks destructive. We see the things that are going on in the politics. We see the cares of the world. We see trauma, rumors of war. We see all this mayhem that's going on in the world. But God tells us we are to walk by faith and not by sight. Well, we know that in the Old Testament they had the law, which was the Torah. And then they had when they, they had the commandments, they had the law. And they had God that would show them signs uh, through and wonders. He would show them like a cloud by day and a pillar by night. As where we who are believers now in the New Testament, we have the Holy Spirit that leads us and guides us into all truth. Amen? So that's a blessing, is that we are, that are New Testament Christians. We have the Holy Spirit that leads us and guides us into all truth even though they still had God they were still God's chosen people it was a little bit harder for them to follow the law they had to really practice it they had to really tune into it so what God would do is he would send prophets their way to let them to set a gauge on where they were spiritually he will let them know okay um you're murmuring, complaining, or this and that. God is telling me to tell you this, do this, do that, do this. Because that was the gauge to keep them on the straight and narrow in the path of righteousness. Okay? So God, listen, even today, in these days, 2021, God is still always sending a leader. He's always sending a prophet. He will send something by sometimes by warning. Sometimes he'll send by exhortation. But he will always send a prophet with the word of God before something is getting ready to take place. You know, we see um, a lot of uh, prophets, evangelists and prophets are under some scrutiny right now. Because what people, just like um, um, Habakkuk, there were some prophetic words that came out. And because they haven't come to pass yet, people are saying, well, this is a false prophet, this is a false prophet, this person is a false prophet. But what you have to understand is that as a prophet of God, a woman of God, or a man of God, what happens a lot of times is that God tells. That means that it's something that is going to happen, it just hasn't happened and come to pass yet. I'll give you a point in case. I have a new book, and the, uh, the book is called The War in My Mind to the Place of Deliverance. and God spoke that word into my spirit a long time ago. But guess what? As a matter of fact, it was 14 years ago when the word was given to me. 14 or 15, maybe 15. And that word was given to me. But when I got that word, that specific word, it was in my spirit. I kept it there. Now what happens is when you get a word from God Don't think that opposition is not going to come to try to oppose that word of God from coming to pass. All kinds of things will try to uh, come and bring a bridge to your faith. Or try to get you to abort your faith so that you won't um, do the will of God. That is his whole thing. Because the thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy. The devil's whole purpose is to try to get you to abort the will of God because once someone sees your testimony, see what you've been through, see what you come through, then it's easier for them to get their breakthrough. Ooh, that's good. <laughs> Amen. So Lord Lord spoke that so I would not be able to say that right back again like that. But so we see where Habakkuk is sent down to um the people, and he's complaining to God. Now listen, it's nothing um, wrong with talking with God. And you know, he knows our complaints, and he understands that. But one of the things what we have to be careful is, is that we don't get in the place of murmuring, complaining, and not being appreciative. Because I think about, um, even on this week, I've had some challenges. um, Oh, so many challenges this week. But one of the things that I talk about uh, is being in a quiet space with God. That means to get quiet, and I call it in my book the sabbatical rest. It's a relaxed place. The reason why it's a relaxed place is because that's me in God's space or you in God's space, where it's quiet. There's no TV on. There's no. I'm not yielding myself to other people's drama or their situation, and oftentimes. That's a tough can be a tough place for a pastor, a prophet, or evangelist, because our nature, where we're in our Christ nature, is to help people, to help people out of their situation, and their drama, or whatever's going on in their life. But every now and then, to go to that next step further in your life, you have to have some quiet time. You have to have some time of instruction that God. And yield yourself to God. Have that time of instruction. Where you're listening to God. Where you're homing into what God is saying. Being at the right place where God tells you to be. Refraining from the places that he does not want you to be. All of that in 2021 is going to be defining moments in your life. Okay? So, back in Habakkuk and the third verse, we said, Why do you make me see? so he's seeing all this destruction he's seeing uh um uh, uh people being pillaged uh uh um uh, uh, the uh being abused and being beaten and being flogged and being left half dead he's seeing where they're, the monies are being squandered. How the people who are wealthy are taxing the uh, people who are poor who don't have any more. They don't have any more money, so they're taxing them to work harder, uh, slave trade, all these different things. A lot of this, these same types of things are we see that happening now because the system is still in place and it's not the system of God. Amen. The system of God is not to rob, to pillage, to uh, the poor; it's to aid the poor, to restore the poor, and to bridge a gap in peace that they'll have eternal life and stress free. But we know that Satan, our arch enemy, the devil, is as a roaring lion, seeking who may destroy. Amen. So we're moving on. So we see where he has this plight. And he says he's seeing contention, and 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 arise. He's seeing contention arise. And I want to kind of peek back at my notes because I'm just being led by the Holy Spirit. Um, that we are supposed to walk valiantly in the promise. Christians are to walk by faith and not by sight. I already said that, and not murmur. Listen, it's, a, it's one thing to talk to someone about what you're going through. Everyone on this earth needs to have someone who they are accountable to and for to talk with. Uh, I was just pleasantly blessed the other day. I was going through something and um, in the past it had been a little bit tougher for me to release uh, what I'm going through to other put that trust in other people because um, sometimes I felt that people weren't always as trustworthy because of that breach of trust. But God would bless me. Um, yesterday it was, and my cousin came through. We had a mix-up in communication, but God didn't mix it up because she was meant to be here. And um, when she came here, it was just pleasant because I was able to vent to her, not really complain. There's a difference between venting and talking with someone to get some resolve versus murmuring and complaining over and over and over. So she was a great sounding board for me, and I was for her, and we both came out. This When you talk to someone about your issues, about your problems, about your cares, you should always come out edified. You should always come out with joy. You should always come out with peace. You shouldn't come out of a situation worse than when you went in it. It should never be like that. And then I've learned to also, um, for me, is to praise and worship. I praise and I worship God. I just lift him up in song, and whatever it is. So we're not too uh murmur and complain. It's nothing with making a request now. Remember, there's nothing wrong with making your request made known to God, your request, your prayer. But try to yield from complaining, complaining, complaining. Because what happens when you start murmuring and complaining, it's really hard for you to even hear the answer from God because you're so caught up in your demise. I mean, not your demise or uh, your situation. That it's like I can't hear, I can't see the forest from the trees, I can't see how I'm going to get out of this, I can't see how this situation is going to turn around. God didn't tell you to see God said to walk by faith and not by sight. He didn't tell he didn't say anything about seeing, He said to walk by faith and not by sight, and we're to put our focus on him, trust in him. Put your soul, everything you got, put it on him. Put it in him. Put your trust in him. Not man, not welfare, not stamps, not unemployment, not your job, not your children, not your husband, not your wife. (laughs) Don't do it. If you're a believer, you're in covenant with God. Amen? Okay, so we're going to move on. Now watch this. When you get in that quiet space and just really get quiet... When you get quiet. The Bible says they that wait upon the Lord, name of the Lord shall be saved. Wait upon the name of the Lord. There's been many times in my life and experiences that I've had. And it's like a 911. When I say a 911, I mean a calling to God for an answer right now. God, I need a right now situation. I'm in a right now situation. We used to say 411, 711. But it's a right now situation that I'm in. And I need deliverance or I need an answer right now. It's 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock in the morning. I can't call my dad. I can't call my family. Everybody's asleep. So I need for you to intervene right now. So when you're doing that, then you're waiting for the answer. Seemingly, seemingly, listen, sometimes seemingly it seems like God ain't answering your prayers. But God got is working it out together for your good. Because normally, watch this when people get in a situation with the people of Israel like they did, and they oftentimes got in trouble or a lot with God, is because they were trying to do their own thing, opposite of what God would tell them, even when they couldn't follow the Torah or the commandments, God made sure He had a man or a woman of God in place to lead them. When they start to veer off the course, oftentimes people will veer off the course, and when you're veering off the course, then God will send a man, a woman of God, to fit you back in place. He will say, "Okay, this is what they need. Put them, get them back on. I'm gonna get them back on straight street," as my friend would call it. But when you're not yielding to God, and you become indifferent, when you become indifferent, and you say, "Well, I'm gonna do it my way," Um. Forget about God or I'm going to catch up with God later. Then what ends up happening, and this is what happened to the people of Israel, is that when they start doing their own things, serving other gods and making the, uh, the, the, uh, uh, um, the, the God of the Babylonians, when they start intermingling, intermarrying and all of that, then what happened? Guess what? They ended up being in more trouble than they had before because they strayed away from the commandments of God the thou shalt not, and all of that. And the leadership of those who God had put in place. So they found themselves. But this is good. This is what God says to his complaints and his murmuring. And then we're going to pick it back up for a part two because uh, it's a lot in here and it's a lot of juicy nuggets in here that will sustain you, that will help you, that will keep you, that will put you on top. The Bible says, We're the head and not the tail and above and not beneath. And you gotta believe that like never before. Amen. So here's what God said, and this is in the um sixth verse. The Lord's the let me make sure. I am reading without my glasses, and I thank God for that. Cause, uh, fifth, okay, this is fifth. Five. It says, This is the Lord's answer. Look among the nations and watch. Wonder and be amazed. For I am doing a work in your days that you would not believe. So he's letting, uh, when he finally quiets his spirit, listen. When uh, Habakkuk finally quiets his spirit, now the Lord is telling him, Okay, now that I have your attention, let me tell you what I'm going to do. So he's saying, look around the nations and watch. Wonder and be amazed. For I am doing a work in your days. That you would not believe. Yes Lord. Though it were told you. For I am raising up Chaldeans. That bitter and hasty nations. Which marches through the breadth of the earth. To possess dwellings that are not theirs. So he's letting them know what's going on. God. No evil shall befall us. Neither any plague come near our dwelling. None of that. But God oftentimes will hand you over to your heart's desire. He will God will hand you over to your heart's desire. When you decide to stray away and go your own pathway, God will always let a man or woman of God say, this is what's getting ready to happen. There's the captivity. It's getting ready to go into captivity. That's what prophets, not all prophets will do that, but they have to say what God says because God will uh um give a prelude so to speak. This, hey, I'm telling you to tell them this right now, because if they do this right now, this is going to present them from further chaos. What are we talking about today? Quietness in the midst of chaos. You don't have to have, your life does not have to be full of chaos, trauma, drama, um, pain, dissension, strife, if we listen to God. Amen. And listen to the word of God and what he's given forth for you to do and to say. Amen. So he's letting them know. And this is seven. It says they are terrible and dreadful. Their injustice and their dignity perceived from themselves. Their houses are swifter than uh, lepers. More fierce than evening. Their horsemen charge on. Their horsemen come from afar. None of this. Listen. Anything that happens into our life is no surprise to God. Nothing. Nothing that is a surprise to God. But God is able to keep us from falling. He's able to keep us from falling. He's able to protect us from going into danger seen and unseen if we will allow him. We have to allow God to orchestrate our lives. If you say that you are a born-again believer and you trust God with all your heart, your soul, and your might, and you gave your life to Jesus Christ, then He is the commander of our souls. He's the one who has the directive and the narrative over our life, if we will follow Him. Amen? So He said, They all come for violence. Their faces advance like the east wind. They gather captives like sand, they scoff at kings and they scorn rulers they deride every stronghold for they build up siege camp ramps to capture it, then their minds changes and they transgress and um, commit offense their own powers, listen to this listen to this, their own powers are their God he's let their own powers Them meaning that the, the 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 Chaldeans, I mean the yeah the um, Babylonians, their own power is their god. So listen, God knows when to say in your life enough is enough. He knows when God knows how to pump the brakes on your life. He knows how to pump the brakes on the devil from coming and just running rough shot and destroying you. Sometimes though, God will allow. Uh, the enemy to pursue you. Now listen, not kill you, but the enemy will pursue you. He will allow that. What happens with that when God allows the enemy to pursue you is to push you back into the hands of God. Amen. It's to push you back into the hands of God, straight back into the arms of the protector back into the arms of the anointed one back into the arms of the one that will fight your battle he is putting him them back into putting you back into place because he's like okay i love my children i see what's happening to my children i don't want that but a lot of times god has to allow that to happen for you to understand that he's serious about his love for you he and he you have to un he has to uh, you have to understand that God has called you out of that, so you have to stay out of that. I heard a man of God talking today um in my devotion time, and he was so serious about his relationship with God that he laid out before the Lord and was like, "Lord, bend me." what he was saying is just Bend me, twist me, make me pliable. I want to see revival come. He was from Welsh. And he wanted to see revival come to his country. And it did because of his obedience to God. Now listen, it didn't say that the enemy was not going to try. Because he he tried to come from the north to the south and east and the west. But when you really know and we recognize the power that God has on the inside of you then that makes it so much easier because now you know to get into that sabbatical place, to get into that quiet place. Even when hell was breaking loose all around David, King David knew how to go to a cave. King David knew how to get in a quiet place. Even Jesus knew how to get into the garden of Gethsemane. He said, wait a minute. There's a lot of people, God, that are flogging me. They are thronging me. They want to be healed. There's people that have this issue, that issue, this issue. So guess what? You and I both, at my last thought, is that we have to have time alone by ourselves, get by yourself, to hear from God, get by yourself to press into God, to get strengthened, cause another battle is coming, but will you be ready for it? So we're we're doing gonna do part two, and we're gonna see Habakkuk's other complaint. Okay, Habakkuk's other complaint on uh um uh tomorrow. Yeah, we're going to do it tomorrow. But remember this, you can have you can have quietness in the midst of chaos. Remember that you can have quietness in the place of chaos. Make make it a point to stray away and be with God. Get you some quiet space, get some quiet time. Don't beat up on yourself. Don't put yourself down. But allow God to live through you. Amen. So we will be back. So let's close out in prayer. Father God, we give you praise and honor and glory. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for this word. This word, Father God, that would not be spoken from this side again. Oh God, but Lord God, you would give me more information on what to do the next time. I pray now, Father God, from Somalia to the North, South, East, uh, Korea, Taiwan, Germany, all over the world, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for those who have tapped in and tuned in. But Father God, more than that. I'm asking you, Heavenly Father, that you would prick at their hearts, heal their land. You see, if my people, which are called by my name, will seek my face, then would I hear from heaven and heal their land. Heal their land, O oh God. Heal my land, O oh God. Thank you for favor. God, give us favor with you and man. Help us not to judge ourselves um, or, or criticize ourselves, O oh God, but to die daily. Paul said, I die daily. So help us to take up our cross, acknowledge you, and you uh, take up our cross, Father God. We'll follow you. Father God, we praise you and thank you for each and every person again. God be the glory. And let the people say, Amen, Amen, Amen. And Father God, if there's one that do not know you, Father God, we pray, Father God, that they will ask you to come into their heart right now by just saying, Lord Jesus, I'm a sinner. I repent of my sins. I believe that God raised Jesus from the dead. With my heart, I believe. And with my mouth, I confess. That Jesus Christ is Lord. Is Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And if you do that, you are born again, my friend. And you have just gotten to the kingdom of God. By grace, you are saved. Amen. So I thank you for tuning in. It's been a pleasure. I will be back on tomorrow or Monday. Monday, I'm sorry. On Sunday. On Monday. (laughs) I praise God for you, my friends. And remember this. This is Pastor Lisa McIntosh, also known as Lady Z. And remember that you are a victor and you are victorious. God bless you till we meet again.